Hi everyone, it's Blue here, and this is episode 5 of Life on the Run. I'm going to start today with number 43, passion. I think passion is something that can be seen through actions rather than talking passionately about it. I would never have described myself as passionate about running. It's just something that I do. It's not an all-consuming passion. Well, it was once in my 20s. Rather, it's just part of a number of things that I do and I have interested in, albeit as a priority. Passion for running is best demonstrated than said. Life on the run, number 44. Legends. Running normalised my contact with the legends of running. There are the quiet behind the scene dead set legends like the founders of Cool Running, Kevin and Ian, whom I met at the 1998 Canberra Marathon. Cliff Young, the legend, ran past me at 17 kilometres in the Wesley Half Marathon in the 1990s and he was wearing those rainproof holy trousers that he had. Then there was the 2006 Gold Coast Marathon. I got three separate photos with Derek Clayton, the 1968 world record holder, Deke and Monas, and at other times I got photos with Lee Troop and Pat Carroll. I would never have got that opportunity if it wasn't for me just being a back-of-the-pack runner. Then there are the legends of the ultra-running world. Some of whom are my contemporaries, too many to list, but they are legends of the sport. I've actually held in my hand an Olympic gold medal. It was heavy. I almost stopped the career of legend Uncle Dave before it started, having a crash with him on a push bike on a training ride through West Lee. In my mind, all runners are legends, as they have the characteristics of all the higher profile legends. Life on the run, number 45. Vision. Vision is crucial to my running, both in the long term and the short term. Vision is not created in a vacuum, it's framed by experience, information and data that I've learned from, researched and collected. Another term for vision is perhaps a goal. Historically, there was the vision of the goal of running the six-foot track. Having never been on the course was going to be my priority and I had to do it without being there. I read all the reports, studied the maps, explored and simulated the gradients but never went on the course prior to the race. I chose to visualise the course and then break it down into sections. So I actually visualised that idea of vision and visualisation. I never really gave up on my vision to complete a nine-man, which started in my 20s, and I attained it 30 years later at 54 years old. It was a product of decades of reading, talking and research. Currently, my longer-term vision is to actually run around Sydney, where each run has to be 42 kilometres and it has to connect with a previous 42 kilometres that I have already done around Sydney. Without some sort of vision, I don't know where I'm going. I like having a bit of a vision, but I also enjoy a bit of flexibility and how I get there. Life on the run, number 46. Implementation. Knowing where I'm going to run, when I set out, how long I go for and at what pace will I walk and run or require me to implement some sort of strategy. My running involves three time frames which all play into each other at once. There's my weekly approach to running. 
At the beginning of each week, I map out in my mind, I don't put anything on paper, what I have to do for work, family commitments, and more recently, community activities. All this determining the most important fixture of the week, my running. As a minimum, I like to run both days on the weekend, twice during the week, Tuesday and Thursday, if possible. More often than not, I get a third in run during the week. On holidays, I try and run every day of the week. The next time frame I base my running around and in my implementation of it is the month. Each month for many years, I try and do at least 100 kilometres. I like to get to the 100 kilometres early in the month. The best I've done is 10 days. And then I cruise the rest of the month with easy 6 kilometre running. Hashtag 6 kilometre running. It's my attempt at periodisation with three weeks on, an easy week before I start up again the following month. Then the final time frame I use for my implementation is the year. As, as the year rolls on and I feel comfortable that I will get at least 100 kilometres in per month, I then set towards 1,500 kilometres and then 1,700 or maybe 2,000 kilometres for the year. This involves a fair bit of extra running in the school holidays to make up for time when I miss towards the end of the year, school year. A marathon for me is simply seven six kilometre runs and the kilometres I run each year are simply broken down in the, into the implementation of a weekly, monthly and yearly strategy. Life on the run, number 47, simplicity. I've gone through cycles of making running too complicated by not understanding the value of simplicity. I moved from the KT26 shoes to the ASIC 2000s for most of my running, but I dabbled in some trail shoes and I purchased Hoka from the USA before they were available in Australia. For the first 20 years, I ran with a Casio watch, then no watch at all in the 1990s, and during my runner's depression, when I slowed down and didn't want to run anymore, and I didn't want to know my times, I had no watch between 2000 and 2004. I did move to a Polar and then multiple Garmin devices. I have never run with music, well, that's not exactly true, but extremely rarely. But I do now listen to podcasts and make phone calls talking to people. Since the second half of last year, I've been running with a backpack. I don't know why, but I guess it's because I'm thinking of fast packing, a bit more walking, a bit more running in the bush. About 10 years ago, I moved from dedicated running shorts and singlets to longer shorts with pockets so I can carry my phone, glasses, the wicking t-shirts and long sleeve tops. I've created a little bit more simplicity in my running. Back to basics is good for my running. Life on the run, number 48, sharing. Particularly during the cool running era, it crystallised that running is best experienced through sharing. Shared stories, shared ideas, shared company, shared friendships, bereavement, and of course the opportunity of running together. My early barrel days were a joy because I shared them with many friends in barrel and I will always talk about those days and I am good friends with many of those people still. My running depression set in when I had no one to run with when I came back to Sydney. The depression lifted when I got involved in cool running. We met online. We read each other's cool running blogs, took photos of each other at races. 
interviewed each other before podcasts were the norm, met each other when we went to races and shared our experiences face to face. This all transitioned to other forms and platforms such as Facebook, Instagram and Strava, the common denominator being the value of sharing. After all, this is what these 60 posts are all about.